This is Taiwan Plus on ICRT, your connection to stories that matter. Brought to you by the news team at TaiwanPlus.com. Welcome to Taiwan Plus News. I'm Betty Chen. A Chinese aircraft carrier and several other warships have been spotted sailing in waters near Japan and Taiwan. The strike groups includes one of China's two aircraft carriers and is accompanied by guided missile destroyers and other patrol boats. Japan's defense ministry said that the ships were headed south into waters near Taiwan. Chinese vessels often chart a similar course on their way to training exercises in the Pacific Ocean. Officials in Taiwan say they are monitoring the group. For more on the latest developments near Taiwan's coast, our reporter Jaime Okan spoke to Eric Shi, chief editor of the Chinese language, Taiwan Aviation and Military News publication. He started by asking what the significance is of Chinese warships passing through the region. We saw the Chinese air, uh, aircraft carrier Liaoning uh, pass, uh, passes from the Japanese island uh, and go into the Philippine Sea. Uh, you know, PLA uh, 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 built uh, the air uh, carrier strike group forces, so they need to practice. Uh, they need to go to the Philippine Sea uh, to practice their A to AD tactics. Uh, what is A to AD tactics? Like, they want to, uh, if, uh, uh, Taiwan Strait, uh, happened, uh, the war or the conflict, uh, happened between the Taiwan Straits, the United States might, uh, launch their forces to, uh, uh help Taiwan to defend ourselves, uh, to defend Taiwan. So, uh, under this situation, if PLA want to, uh, uh, anti-SS and the SS deny the U.S. armed forces into the Philippine Sea or to, uh, assist Taiwan to, uh, Come back with the POA, so they will uh, they will be a combined uh, forces operation uh, from their second artillery and the navy and air force. So they are practicing uh, their uh, carrier strike group and uh, uh, second artillery and the air force. It will be a combined exercise. I think in in the uh, near future. Yeah. Recently. Um, there are reports that the order of howitzers expected to arrive in 2023 mm -hmm. uh, will be delayed until at least 2026 because of production issues in the war in Ukraine. Can you kind of, can you kind of talk about how uh, Taiwan's military might have to change its strategy or kind of look for other military uh, pieces of hardware because of this delay. The report said uh, uh, United States uh, will uh, provide an, an other uh, weapon to instead of this artillery. I mean, uh, uh, howitzer. Um, they will uh, provide more uh, MLRS launchers to Taiwan. Uh, I mean, the HIMARS uh, uh, rocket uh, launching system to Taiwan. But uh, as far as I know, uh, the M109A6 uh, Hobitzer is required from the Taiwan Army for quite a long time. And uh, they finally got the permission or they finally got uh, the sale from the U.S. Armed Forces uh, from the United States government. Uh, so they are looking forward to the new Hobitzer very much. Uh, if the, the worst situation happened, I mean, the POA uh, launched the attack. The attack to Taiwan, the U.S. will going to uh, help us, or they will uh, launch their armed forces to in, uh, assist them to Taiwan to uh, defeat the POA. You know, the two things is the is the linkage. Uh, but uh, on tactics, on tactically, uh, tactically, uh, 
uh, Taiwan uh, army could accept the Lachowice that could uh, enhance our capability to uh, anti the amphibious uh, landing. But the rocket, uh, it also has this uh, similar uh, capability. Taiwan's tallest peak saw rare May snowfall on Monday afternoon. The almost 4,000-meter Yushan or Jade Mountain recorded a half inch of snow, the first time there was snow in a month in over a decade. There was chilly weather around Taiwan, with Taipei reporting its coldest temperature in May since 2014. Our reporter Eric Gao spoke with meteorologist Timmy Peng about the reason for the sudden drop in the mercury. Actually, the main reason is uh, monsoon flow from the northeast, because uh, during the uh, winter time uh, in Asia Pacific, the in uh, continental we have a uh, high pressure system. It's what we call is a uh, continental high pressure system, and they will bring lots of the cold air mass and. Uh, the core air mass also coupled with the uh, frontal system in South China and also uh, one uh, a low pressure from the South China Sea. So three major weather systems combined together and a lot of water and then the temperature down and also the core air mass from the north. So can we expect more of these cold drops or other unseasonable weather in the future? Uh, actually, uh, due to the global warming, and we can see, we can meet uh, a more higher temperature, especially, uh, for example, 20 years ago. And uh, the May right now, the May become the traditional summer weather pattern in Taiwan. However, due to the, uh, the global uh, weather change, especially the global warming. And I think uh, in the future, sometimes uh, uh, it's warm, and uh, but suddenly the temperature jumped, such, such just like case like, like yesterday. Taiwan reported over 23,000 new cases of COVID-19 and five deaths Tuesday. The ongoing spike in new daily cases has prompted new rules for PCR testing and hospitalization designed to keep the medical system from overloading. You must test positive with a rapid test before you can get a PCR test at a hospital. And Taipei's big hospitals are only admitting COVID patients who are in critical condition or need oxygen. Despite a recent spike in case numbers, the vaccination rate for children 12 and under remains low, in part due to parents' concerns about potential side effects. Bad weather on Tuesday delayed Taiwan's attempts to enter the space race. The launch of the country's first domestically produced space rocket has been postponed until Wednesday because of bad weather. Reporter Rick Cloward visited the launch site. We're here in Shuhai. It's a remote part of southwestern Taiwan, often known as Taiwan's Area 51. And it's from here that Taiwan will launch its first domestically produced space rocket. The HTT-P3A sounding rocket will travel upwards into the stratosphere for about 10 to 12 kilometers before deploying parachutes and drifting back down into the sea nearby. Taiwan's Rocket Research Center hoped to test the rocket's propellant systems, autonomous navigation, flight control, and other systems. Taiwan is already a global leader in high technologies, particularly sophisticated semiconductors. President Tsai Ing-wen sees space technology as the next frontier, pledging nearly 1 billion US dollars into space technology in the next few years. And this rocket behind me is the first step in reaching towards the stars. 
For more on the state of press freedom in the region, Reinhold Kilpatrick spoke with the East Asia Bureau Chief of Reporters Without Borders, Cedric Alviani. He began by asking about the deteriorating situation in Hong Kong. This year's Press Freedom Index is recording uh, the biggest downfall ever for Hong Kong, uh, that is losing 68 ranks that now ranks 148. And unfortunately, uh, this is fully justified. Uh, over the past year, the uh, Hong Kong government have actually enforced the infamous national security law passed by China against journalists. On the first year, it was mostly used against political dissent in 2020. But in 2021, it has fully been used against journalists, against the media, against freedom of the press. Apple Daily uh, was shut down. 10 News was shut down. And we currently count 12 journalists and press freedom defenders detained. World Press Freedom Day was created by the United Nations to celebrate the right to free expression, which is enshrined in the Universal Declaration of Human Rights. Uh, this month, the United Nations High Commissioner for Human Rights will be visiting China. So what should she know about the situation for press freedom there? And what can she possibly do or say to help things? We actually have sent a copy of our past reports on China to uh, Mrs. Bachelet, including the last report uh, we published last December, which is called The Great Leap Backwards of Journalism in China. The situation of human rights in China and especially freedom of information is worse and worse every day. We count over 120 journalists and press freedom defenders jailed in China. It's harder and harder for the Chinese people to access uncensored information. So this absolutely has to be mentioned and to be investigated. Finally, World Press Freedom Day is also an occasion to celebrate the right to free expression. So is there anywhere in the region, in East Asia, where press freedom is getting stronger and proving? We, we are lucky in East Asia to have some democracies that enforce press freedom and that make efforts to bring improvements. This year's ranking sees Taiwan increasing five ranks. Taiwan is now 38. It's not that the media situation is really better in Taiwan, but it's just that some other countries have uh, moved down. Uh, South Korea, for example, has lost one rank and is currently 43rd. I would say the big difference between Taiwan and South Korea is that in South Korea, there is quite an important phenomenon of harassment on journalists online that does not exist in Taiwan. We haven't seen much improvement in Taiwan with regards to press freedom. It's still very difficult for journalists to uh, enforce their independence from the boardroom. And we also see a lot of conflict of interest due to the fact that most of the mainstream, mainstream media belong to corporations that have major business interests and that somehow use their influence uh, to support these interests. Thanks for watching Taiwan Plus News. I'm Betty Chen. For more stories from Taiwan and around the world, please download the Taiwan Plus app. Stay safe and see you next time.
Thanks for listening to Taiwan Plus on ICRT. For more great stories from Taiwan and around the world, visit TaiwanPlus.com. <laughs>